good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. No matter where you are in the world, I'd like to welcome you back to another episode of Whose World Is This? with Junior Renate Bobrun. Thank you, guys. If this is the first time you're listening, welcome. If this is the ninth or tenth time you're listening, welcome back. This is our tenth episode. We are now in the double digits. Look at us. Look at us now. We're big shots. Tenth episode. There aren't going to be any balloons or confetti or anything like that. I'm going to save that for the hundredth episode when maybe Morgan Freeman or Dave Chappelle narrates or something like that or, or Al Pacino. We'll save it. In any case, uh, thank you again for lending me your ears. That I don't take lightly. You could be listening to anybody, doing anything, but you taking a moment out to listen to this, I don't take that lightly. So it's a privilege, and I consider it an honor and a privilege and a responsibility for me to at least engage you with information, with context, with content that is actually compelling. Compelling enough for you to take a moment out and listen to me. That's why I'm thanking you, and that's why I'm, I'm humbled and I'm grateful. So with that being said, if you guys have tuned in before, you know that I like to title my episodes, and that title oftentimes is going to be the stream of thought or consciousness of, of, this, of the particular show that we're doing. Um, usually I wake up in the morning or in the afternoon and I think about a word or I think about a thing that how am I going to uh, do a show? And that word becomes a stream of consciousness. And I try to tie in my life, life lessons, things that I learned, things that worked, things that didn't work. And I say to myself, is this a subject? Is this a stream of thought or consciousness that is going to resonate with many people out there? And if I'm saying to myself, yeah, I think I think someone will get something from this, then I go on with it and then I just let it flow. So today. This episode is titled Represent. Now, right now you're asking yourself, well, why, why, why represent? Seems like a pretty average word. Doesn't seem very compelling. Doesn't seem, doesn't, it's not provocative. But it is. Represent is a very important word. Because represent means what? Represent, in other words, means what you symbolize or what you stand for. You know, if you, if you say to someone, I, I represent this. I represent that. It's what you stand for. So the word represent really is what means the world to you. What, how you identify yourself in the world is how you represent. When you wear a suit or you wear a tie, you wear shorts, you wear flip-flops, you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt, surfboard, doesn't matter. This is what you represent. And we all do that every day. Every single day we're representing something. <clears throat> Why is that important? I'll explain the reason why I called it represent. I'll say a couple of weeks ago, I was in my uh, apartment and uh, my fiance, who also does a podcast, she just started. It's called More Lenore, M-O-R-E-L-E-N-A-U-R-E. -E -E. You guys should definitely check it out. I know it's available on Spotify. She just got started. Go support. Um. She's doing her podcast, and I'm tiptoeing through the room. She's doing hers. I don't want to distract her. So I'm tiptoeing around, and she says something that stopped me dead in my tracks. You want to hear it? She said, make sure that you surround yourself with people that would mention you in a room full of opportunities. I'll repeat that. She said, make sure 
you surround yourself with people that would mention you in a room full of opportunities. Now, my back was to her when she said this. I turned around for a moment and just looked at her. But then I, I, I uh, quickly turned back around and I kept walking because I didn't want to distract her. But that statement stopped me in my tracks, stopped me to the point where I literally left our place and walked around the neighborhood so I could just process what she just said. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, what did that statement mean to me? Because remember, we've spoken about this in previous episodes. When things resonate with you, if you are repulsed by something or you are attracted to something, you have to ask yourself why. Just because you're attracted to something, you just go, oh, well, this is, a, this is my truth, and you just run with it. Sometimes you need to take a moment and go, well, why is it that I like this or don't like that? Why does this resonate with me, and why, th why does this not resonate? Why, does, why am I repulsed by this and attracted to that? So I'm going on this walk, and I'm just playing out all the times in my life where I felt as if I was doing all of these things, and I was entrepreneuring, and I was hustling, and whatever, and people that were closest to me, you know, may have been in a room full of opportunities and I, my name wasn't mentioned. But every single time I was in a room full of opportunities for someone else, I always would be like, oh, I, I know somebody who does that. I, oh, you got to go to my friend. Or, and I, the way I talk the people up in my life. And I noticed that times it wasn't quid pro quo or there were times people were in situations. I'm like, well, why didn't you mention me? Why didn't you know? And they would go, oh, I, I forgot. Or, and I would say, man, maybe I'm not that good at what I'm doing. Maybe maybe I'm not a good friend or or whatever the case may be. So there have been times in my life where I've had to second guess a lot of the people that I surrounded myself with because I wasn't mentioned in a room filled with opportunities. I'll give you a perfect example. This is years ago. I was in high school. Growing up, I'm in Queens, New York. I'm um, inundated with New York hip-hop music. Hip-hop artists live in my neighborhood. I'm in the scene in some way, shape, or form because I know these people. I'm always one or two or three degrees of separation away from somebody that's doing something. In any case, I know this one guy. You know, We're about 16, 17 years old, right? Uh, every time I see him, he's got an entourage of about 15, 20 people around him. He's a basketball player. He plays pretty good, but now he's decided he wants to be a hip-hop artist. Um, with all due respect to him, he's a very good basketball player and a very not good hip-hop artist, okay? I know him till this day, so we'll get to that. So, you know, but if he's listening, hey, he knows it. We joke about this now, so I can say this to him. We joke. Uh, good dude. Anyway, I know him, but I don't. he's not in my inner circle. He's sort of in my mid to outer circle, but we're cool. We have mutual friends, whatever. So every time I see him with this 15 or 20 dudes, it's like a chore because I have to give out all of these complicated handshakes and soul claps to every one of them or at least 70% of them before we can even exchange pleasantries, right? But it's cool. His people are cool. He's cool, whatever. Okay, so this goes on for about six months or a year. So one day he comes up to me. I bump into him on the street. He's got his friends with him. He pulls me to the side, though, and he goes, yo, June, uh, I'm doing this talent showcase. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, what's it about? He's like, yo, I'm going to be performing two songs, and first prize is about 
20 hours of studio time at this little studio that's in the area. I'm like, okay, so how it works in our neighborhood is there's certain bars and pubs, obviously they have slow nights. How do they drum up business? They drum up businesses with these talent showcases, quote unquote, that they like to throw. In any case, how it works is you have to bring 15 people minimum to get on the stage, or you have to sell 15 tickets at $10 a piece, $150, okay? So they're trying to fill up these clubs you know, uh, on a on a Tuesday night or something like that, a neighborhood club. And I'm saying to myself, all right. He's like, June, you, you know, do you mind buying, you know, a $10 ticket? I'm like, okay. In my brain, I'm saying, oh, man, this dude is so below average. I'm going to waste an evening listening to his music. I'm like, all right, man. So I give him the 10. I get the ticket. We exchange soul claps. I keep it moving. When I walk away, I'm saying to myself, you know what? He has my money, so if I don't show up, at least he has a 10 to put in the pot for the show. But then I say that little voice in my head goes, yeah, it's, it's really not about the money. It's really about who comes through and dot, 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 represents for you. So I can't just leave him out on the lurch. He wants me to come through and represent, come through and show the flag. He wants me to come by there and clap and wave and hoot and holla for his music. So I can't just give him the money. So I go. Now, out of the 15, 20, 30 people that I always see around this friend of mine, how many people do you think showed up for him at this showcase? How many people do you think came through to represent? I'll tell you how many. Me and three other people. Me two dudes that I never saw in that entourage and his girlfriend. Do you understand what I just said? Out of the 15, 20 people that he needs to come through, and I know he told his friends, I know he told family, I know he told all of that, who came through and spent the 10 plus dollars for that ticket? Me, two of his friends that I've never met before, and his girlfriend. So he goes up on that stage and he does his two songs and we're just, yeah, yeah, clapping and, and hooting and hollering and all of that, you know, causing a ruckus. He gets off of the stage. He pulls me to the side. He's like, yo, how was it? I was like, yo, you did I? You did good. And he shakes my hand, gives me a handshake, a quick little hug. And he goes, yo, I appreciate you coming through and represent. He's like, obviously, you see how many people came through. I'm like, yo, dude, it doesn't matter. You did what you had to do and you went up there and, you know, we're going to show the flag for you. And he was like, I appreciate that. Meanwhile, here's the rub. Remember, I said he's a below average artist. He wasn't the worst artist there. As a matter of fact, <laughs> he was one of the best artists there. But guess who won that night? Guess who won the 10, 15 hours of recording studio time that night? And I think a, a $200 cash prize. Guess who won? An artist that was qualitatively worse than my friend, but had the 20 people in attendance hooting and hollering. Because at these talent showcases, who gets the most applause wins? It's not the quality of your performance. It's the quality of the roar of the audience. That's the rub. And oftentimes as an entrepreneur, it's the support we get from the people around us 
that creates the momentum for whatever we're doing to be successful. And oftentimes the people around us forget that. They forget it. They neglect it. It's not that you're not good. It's not that they don't care. Oftentimes they just don't get how important they are to come through and represent for your content, your product, your service. Sometimes they just don't get it. So the guy who won that night was a guy who was way worse than my, uh, way worse, had less talent than my friend, way less talent, and everyone knew it. But that 20 people he came with, they were hooting and hollering and screaming. And when the judges were like, well, which one do you think should win? And I'm screaming as loud as I can. My friend, his girlfriend, and, and his two other friends were screaming as loud as we can. But there's only four of us. This other guy has 20, 25 people with him. So guess who won? Not the guy with the most quality. It was the guy who came through with the most people. The most people who came through to represent him. Very important lesson for us to learn out there. The entrepreneur and the people who surround the entrepreneur. Are you mentioning your entrepreneurial family member, loved one, friend in a room full of opportunities? Are you representing for them? Remember, this is a show about questions. So it's up to you to answer the questions. I'm not here to provide answers. I'm here to ask the questions, the ever-present questions that sometimes take a backseat to our bills and our car notes and our whatever else is going on, our relationships. This is very, very important. There's a quote from the Bible. And that quote is this. Only in his hometown, among his relatives, and in his own house, is a prophet without honor. I'll repeat it. Only in his hometown, among his relatives, and in his own house is a prophet without honor. What does that mean? The people closest to us oftentimes don't recognize our gifts, our attributes, our talent. A prophet is not a prophet in his home or his village. A prophet oftentimes has to leave his or her home or village and be recognized by the strangers and the masses. And then they come back home to their village and their household as a prophet. Only in his hometown and in his household is a prophet without honor. What are we going to do to honor the entrepreneurs around us, the people around us that are exhibiting skills, that are exhibiting a faith in themselves Doing things without seeing it first. Making things manifest out of thin air. Because that's what an entrepreneur does. Remember, I'm going to put all my chips in. I don't know where this is going to lead, but I think this is it. I think this is the path. I'm going to work 80, 100 hours a week to make less than someone works, someone that's working 40 hours a week and getting a salary. To make no money. To actually spend more money than I will make. To be in the red in expenditures Week after week, month after month, sometimes year after year, until finally this idea, this thing of mine starts to bear fruit. This is very, very important. What are we doing? And as for the entrepreneur, the entrepreneur that starts to resent the people around him or her, that's saying, my people aren't coming out to represent my product. Dog. They know that I, 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 I'm writing a book. Um, they know I have a book out. How come they didn't share it with their friends? They know that I have this clothing line. They know that I bake cookies. They know that I, I'm doing music. 
They know that I have a podcast. Why haven't they subscribed, rated, and reviewed? They know I have a book on Amazon. Why haven't they rated it, reviewed it, purchased it, put it up on their site saying, hey, if you're interested, why haven't they told a friend so a friend can go tell a friend? Why? Because most of us out there, we give job referrals out, right? We give job referrals. We don't know how to promote. We'll say, hey, you know, call this number. I know someone who's hiring at such and such. You can drop my name. That's what you're, That's what most of us will do. Most nine to fivers, most people that are working the 40-hour week life, working 260 days a year at a particular job, that's what we do. We don't exactly know what our responsibility is or our obligation is to our loved ones when they decide to put all of their chips in on a dream. I'll give you another example. When I was living in Hawaii, I was uh, managing a gym um, and um, came up with a T-shirt line. And the T-shirt line was a great line. Uh, and uh, a lot of the quotes that were on the T-shirt came from conversations that I would have with the GM of the gym, who was a very old soul, deep thinking young dude who just and he and I would just have these awesome conversations. And all of a sudden, 2, 3 a.m., I'm getting a text from him, and what is it? It's a picture, and it's a picture of the quote uh, or, or some sort of part of our conversation. He puts it on a T-shirt. He had a silk screening operation in his garage in Hawaii, and he would make each shirt by hand, and it would be a quote from something he and I spoke about, and it, I was so invested in that. It wasn't just trying to you know invest a dollar to make two i was so invested in the idea because it was coming from us organically that you know i started you know posting it on my social media page and i remember friends of mine that i knew saying oh yeah june send, send me a free t-shirt you know um you know so i can promote it around my friends the free t-shirt and i'm saying to myself why why the free t-shirt you're gonna buy a t-shirt you're going to buy a T-shirt. It's inevitable that you're going to go to some sort of department store or an online store and you're going to purchase a T-shirt. Why not purchase that from your friend? Why would you rather give that money to a faceless, nameless corporation as opposed to just giving it to a friend? Is that faceless, nameless corporation that has the little horsey on the on the lapel or whatever? Does that represent you more? What are you representing when you give your money to a nameless, faceless corporation as opposed to giving your friend who has the same kind of quality product? And you know that money is going straight to feed your friend. Your friend is using this money to feed themselves. Whatever money you give them is going straight back into the operation and hopefully to grow it so he can feed himself. What are you representing when you decide and you opt for that? You decide to opt for the faceless, nameless corp as opposed to your friend. So I remember I was a little bit offended. This was years ago. I was like, what are these guys talking about? Like, why don't you just buy the T-shirt? You're going to buy a T-shirt. And then I realized. The people in our lives oftentimes don't understand how important it is for them to represent. I'm telling you guys right now, and I'm imploring the friends and family members and loved ones of entrepreneurs. If you have a friend or a loved one who is entering into a business, they're turning their hobby 
into some sort of commerce or business. They're trying to turn their passions and convert them into profits. They're taking their ideas and saying, I want to live by my ideas. I want to be sustained by my ideas. It's up to you to help. If you don't have the money, then use your mouth and promote. Shout it. Be the cheerleader. If you're the person that's in the rap, if you didn't have enough money to to uh, 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 purchase or help promote or invest in the business, then your job is to be the biggest cheerleader that you can be. If you don't even like the product, guess what? Somebody you know may want it or like it. Buy it anyway and Chris Kringle it at your job. Buy the product or service anyway. Say, hey, you know what? I'm not. You don't even have to tell your friend or you can tell your friend. You can be honest and say, you know what? I don't really like you, you, the clothes that you uh, design. I don't really. It's not, I'm not really into it. But you know what? I'm going to buy one and I'm going to give it to someone else because, you know, I'm going to someone I know likes this style or I know I have to do the little gift exchange around the holidays with a coworker. I'll give it to them or or you're writing a book. Well, I maybe not. I may not be so interested in that subject, but you know what? I'll gift it to someone else. I'll buy it anyway as a donation. Consider it an early birthday gift. Consider it an early Christmas gift. I remember uh, um, my lady is uh, writing a book. Actually, she just finished the book. We're going to talk about that soon as well. And her book is called The Essential Self-Publishing Success Blueprint. Zero to published in the next 90 days. It's going to be available on Amazon very, very soon. It's a book about publishing books for those out there that are in this new world where you've been furloughed or laid off or you just have a story that you want to tell a book of poems maybe it's a a, a a book about child rearing if you're a parent or a book about maybe you you had to bury your grandmother or losing a loved one or how to how to do whatever you know um every one of us has a book or a story inside of us and this is her way of helping people get those books published so i'll definitely be talking about that later on but again her name is lenore batista the essential self-publishing success blueprint it will be out soon you will know it and because i will tell you about it in any case um a friend of mine was like yeah 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 uh, you know um i'm not really in the market for that right now and i thought to myself what is this person talking about? Like, <laughs> buy it. <laughs> buy it because you've known me for all this time and we've been friends and I've been a confidant. I've been, a buy it anyway. Buy it. You may not be in the market for it. Give it to someone else. That's when it was an ebook, but now it's going to be a hardcover as well as an ebook. And um, it's important out there for you guys to go out there and help and represent for your entrepreneurial family member, friend, loved one. And for the entrepreneurs out there, I'm going to say something for you business men and women out there. I'm going to say something to you. Understand that you're going to have to sell your product service content to your family members and friends the same way you would do to a stranger. You're expecting these people that are in your lives to just run with whatever idea that you have the way you're running. You're on fire for your idea, but that's your idea. It's not theirs. This is your passion, not theirs. I know you're saying to yourself, it costs them nothing to just take two minutes out of their time to just review and rate my thing. You feel taken for granted. You don't feel as if you're being valued. That's okay. 
Treat them, when you're an entrepreneur, treat the people in your life that are closest to you the same way you would treat a stranger. And how is that? Same way you would treat a, a new customer. You sell them on your idea. You pitch to them and you let them know, hey, listen, I would really, really, really appreciate if you bought this. I would really, really, really appreciate if you shared this. I'm going to give you the link. I'm going to send you all the information. I'm going to send you every, and I'd love for you you know, when you can today or when you have a moment when you're back on your social media site to do it. I'll give you another example. There was a very successful uh, businessman I worked for uh, back when I lived in Palm Beach, early when I got to Florida uh, a couple years back. And um, guy was rich. The kind of wealth where you open up the front door to his home and you're looking at the yacht in the back because the whole wall the whole uh, uh back of the house is not a wall it's all glass 10 15 feet in the air and it's overlooking the intercoastal and you're looking at his yacht so he's the kind of boss you know who had the ferrari in the front and the yacht in the back okay just to give you an idea he had it and anyway, the boat might have cost more than a home who knows i don't know great boat too you know anyway went to a dinner party at his house um, he's a very pushy kind of guy, you know, very aggressive, not my kind of style, but a, it is what it is. Um, everyone has, everyone's living their own reality. In any case, this dinner party had about 30 people in it. I would say about 30 people, big dinner table, different little tables around catered event, wine bar, beer bar, pool bar. There are three different bars going on for 30 people. It's not like a hundred people. You would think it was a wedding reception, but he was just having it. I thought just to have it. Invited a lot of friends, people like that in the neighborhood, you know, other wealthy people, affluent, well-to-do people in any case. In any case, out of nowhere, about 35 minutes in, we've mingled, I've met everyone, People, some people I knew, some people I didn't know, shaking hands. I'm, you know, making my rounds through different circles of people that are standing around drinking and talking. And he comes out. Remember, he's an entrepreneur. He's he, he was marketing certain items that were on Amazon and this, that, and the third and whatever. He comes, he leaves the room. I don't see him for about five minutes. He comes back in the room. Listen to me closely. This man comes back in the room with his iPhone. And I don't know if you guys are familiar with this. He has a PayPal appendage on his iPhone where you can swipe credit cards. We used to use this back when I was selling those T-shirts in Hawaii. If you guys have ever been to farmer's markets and things like that, whatever, you see a lot of people, they, they'll have a, their smartphone and they're able to put a little credit card swiper thing, attach it to their phone and you get the credit cards. This man went around this casual dinner party and was saying to people, hey, remember I was telling you about the items that I was selling and things like that? Oh, yeah, 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 I remember. Oh, well, here they are. I was checking the receipts. Um. I noticed you didn't purchase anything. I know your wife likes it, or I know your husband likes that stuff, or don't you have any kids? They could use this. And they were like, oh, well, I, 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 I'm going to get around to it. He was like, well, you know, I have the thing here. Um, definitely check it out. Um, he made sure every single last person, listen to me now, every single last person at that party was on that website looking at his products at the same time during this event. At the end of the night, not only did every single last person there, I would say 90% of the people, they were pressured into buying something. He actually 
took another couple of guys into his business office, into his uh, uh, home office. And at the end of the night, he told me he just garnered a six-figure investment from those guys to buy products in bulk. These are his friends. Some of them were his blood relatives. These are people he golfs with, tennis, whatever, hangs out with, drinks with, whatever. And he just said enough was enough. And he sold those people the same way he sold clients on the phone during Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. On a Saturday night, he was selling his friends and family as if it was a Monday morning at work. And sometimes Mr. or Ms. or Mrs. Entrepreneur that's out there, sometimes that's what you got to do. Because if your brand or your business isn't growing, then it's dying. And sometimes you got to treat the people in your life like customers or potential investors and don't take it personally if they don't buy. But it's your job and your obligation to sell them. So I know for me at the time, I was cringing. I thought it was so uncouth to be to, to sell people at this casual event. And I'm saying to myself, oh, my God, is he really doing this? I'm I'm literally feeling like I want to go home. I'm saying I, I, I don't want to be I don't want to be here. But guess what? This is how this man eats. Now, some of you may say, oh, well, he's eating pretty well. But yeah, that's the reality he chose. Some people don't want to make millions and millions of dollars. Some people would just like to make enough money to live a decent life. And a decent life to them may mean making a working person's salary. Uh, uh, an average salary in America is in the United States is about $50,000 a year. Some people would say, you know what? I would rather follow my dreams, work and sweat for $50,000 and to work for someone else for $50,000. And they'll consider that a life well lived and time well spent. But some people say, no, that's not enough for me. I want this, this, that, and a third. That's a different mindset. And to have the kind of mindset to put a yacht in the back and the Ferrari in the front, sometimes you're going to have to sell to your family members and friends the way that you would sell to a customer or a new customer. And what I thought was uncouth 10 years ago, what I, and that was maybe about that time, about 10 years ago, I don't think the same way about that now. Now I have my podcast, I have uh, certain business opportunities and certain ventures that I will reveal to you guys as they bear fruit and as they come about and manifest. And I'm telling you, and I'm telling the people out there, friends, family, loved ones, I'm coming and I'm coming with the smartphone, with the PayPal appendage. I am going to say, rate it, review it. I don't care if you don't like it, but rate it anyway. You don't have to give it five stars, but rate it anyway, because that's how I'm going to be able to feed myself in all of these ventures. It's how many people come out and dot, 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 represent. So for the entrepreneurs out there, I'll say again, sell to your family members and friends. And for the, for the family members and friends and loved ones of these entrepreneurs, I'm saying to you, Represent for the people in your life that are going out on these limbs and putting their chips all in in things that are unpredictable and don't have a certain outcome at the end of it. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Whose World Is This? with Junior Renee Beaubrun. If you want to reach me, you can definitely reach me at my Gmail, which is whoseworldisthis21 at gmail.com. That is W H O S E. W-O-R-L-D-2-1 
I-S-T-H-I-S-2-1 at gmail.com. I'd also like to give a special shout out to onelavi.com. That is O-N-E-L-A-V-I.com. That's where I get a lot of my supplements from. It's a company that decided that they wanted to sponsor me and they always said, they said uh, it would be cool. You know, I, I buy a lot of their products from their site. It's a lot of products you can't find on other websites. And I said, hey, guys, I'm coming up with a new podcast. You know, it's in its, it's, in its infancy. But if you want to, you know, partner up and let's do business. And they said, yeah, that's fine. And I said, I will shout you guys out. Just to let you know how I represent for my people, I'm on my 10th episode. And within the 10 episodes, I have two of those 10 episodes that I dedicated to a friend of mine who's a hip-hop artist out of Hawaii who I met. Just to let you know how important it is to represent for the entrepreneurs in your life, there will be, uh, I would say, maybe 20 to 30 percent of this show is going to be dedicated to the people in my life that are doing things on their own, whether it's in fitness, it's in wellness, it's in technology, it's in automotive repair, it's in the arts, whatever. I've already reached out to them and said, hey, listen, I'm interviewing you. Let's go. And that's going to incentivize them to promote the show as well because they'll be also promoting their business. This is a mindset that you have to have as an entrepreneur. You have to be selling. You have to be closing. You have to be growing your business or your business is dying. Thank you guys for tuning in and see you soon.